Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I appreciate you tuning in again. We're going to continue where the Father has us in regard to the areas that he's completing in our lives. But one of the things that he reminded me of is something he wanted to deal with last week, but the, the broadcast did not allot time. And that's those that have started out being saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ, but have transitioned over to works unknowingly. Let's go to Ephesians, the second chapter, starting at verse 4. It says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us, or made us alive together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Verse 8, For by grace are ye saved, through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Now, one of the things the Lord wants to look at is the area of the soul, how we have transitioned over into works, based on the soul. He's been dealing with the soul lately. So we want to look at it from that position. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians 5th chapter, starting at the 23rd verse, just to remind us of, of what's going on here. Verse 23 says, And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of, the, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 24 Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. So we see that the Lord, he will sanctify us wholly in all three areas of our being. And remember that we are spirit, soul, and body. And our spirit is perfect upon conversion when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior into our heart. He, he comes and indwells us in our spirit by the person and power of the Holy Spirit. We are spirit. We've been given a soul. And that's the part that needs work being, being converted in order to kind of, if I can put it like this, catch up with what has been done. And we live in a body in order to navigate this side of heaven and go about our day-to-day. -day. Let's go to Psalm 19, verse 7. And just as a reminder, we also need to keep in mind Ephesians, the fourth chapter, the 23rd verse, where it says that we need to be renewed in the spirit of our mind. That will help us catch up to what has been done in our spirit. Psalm 19, verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. 
The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise is simple. Now, the first part of that verse, the law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul, meaning the word of the Lord is perfect, and that's what converts our soul. That's what helps us to become renewed in the spirit of our mind and change our thinking as the way we view ourselves and bring healing and deliverance to our soul and wholeness to our soul in the areas where we lack in order for our soul to catch up what, what has been done in our spirit through Jesus Christ. As we said a couple weeks ago, it, oftentimes issues of the soul is what holds us back. It keeps us bound. And you know, that's also the area that we neglect or forget about our soul. Oftentimes we, we become born again and we forget about our soul. Now remember also Third John, the, the second verse says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. And the Father, he wants us to experience the fullness of what Christ did, the abundant life in him and through him. Let's also go to Hebrews 4th chapter, the 9th through the 12th verse. The soul is the part where we tend to labor rather than rest in God and what he's done in our spirit. Let's start at the ninth verse in Hebrews, the fourth chapter. It says, There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also hath ceased from his own works, as God did from his. Verse 11, Let us labor, therefore, to enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. Verse 12, For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Right here is where we see how when we read the Word of God, that the Word of God is a discerner, and it can it show us, it's like a mirror, and it shows us what's in operation, whether we're walking in spirit or in the spirit, or whether our soul is at operation, whether it's what, what we're guided by, what, what we live our day-to-day by, how we engage and interact with others. Are we led by our soul? Is it the issues of our soul that lead out front? Or is it the, the leading of the spirit? Are we walking in the spirit? Are we living in the spirit? And the Word of God does that. It's like a mirror. It shows us the intents of our heart and what's really at operation. The soul can get into works, doing things subconsciously. And oftentimes, this is an area that um, some people don't really look at, but some people subconsciously get into works for God's love and his acceptance, for his approval. And that is a soulish issue. Because oftentimes, we can equate our Heavenly Father to our biological parents or even the experiences of our soul with other people, relying on ways that we, we may have adopted in order to survive. But now that we are in Christ Jesus, those ways, and ways of thinking and behaving and interacting are no longer needed. We are free. We are free in Christ Jesus. And we need to know this because Jesus himself says that, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And when we renew our mind in this area, things begin to change. The healing and deliverance of our soul begins to take place. We become whole in the Lord. 
we even start minding the things of engaging in spiritual. Some of us can engage, excuse me, engage in spiritual disciplines, minding the things of the spirit. And nothing's wrong with that, like prayer, reading the word, fasting. But sometimes it can become an outward show, yet we lack the inner life. And we need to know based on Ephesians, the first chapter, go to verse five. It says, having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. We are accepted in the beloved, and we need to renew our minds concerning that and really receive that into our hearts because we can do no more nor no less in order for God to love us any more than he already does, nor for God to accept us any more than he has already accepted us. And he has predestined us, those of, those of us that have accepted Jesus Christ, as the adoption unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself. And, you know, I don't know if you realize this. Uh, it's like, now, those of us that are born into families, we have no choice but to be born in the family that we are. But those that are adopted, and sometimes, let me say it like this too, sometimes um, we, we come along unexpected and are not always wanted. But those that are adopted by a parent, they want that child. You, you, their heart is bent towards that child. And this doesn't take away from the biological parents that we, we have. I'm not saying that at all. But what I'm saying is that when a person is adopted, they are sought out. They are accepted. They are loved already because they have been adopt, adopted by that couple or whomever it is. We, we need to remember that or look at it in that way. And as I was saying, sometimes we can engage in uh, disciplines, you know, but, but the difference when we engage in these disciplines is the difference is the motive of our heart. It can be out of relationship or ritual. And when we do things out of relationship as far as reading the word, uh, prayer, fasting, uh, we truly begin to know him. We begin to know the Lord and experience him in the life of salvation in Jesus Christ. And we have an awareness of his presence and his leading, um, his guidance as we live day to day. And we begin to acknowledge him because we're doing it out of relationship. We invite him in, in our day, in our life. Now, versus ritual, we can be estranged from him and not be acquainted and out of touch with him as though we're left to ourselves. We need to also remember that the Lord wants to perfect these things in us and, and bring healing and restoration to our soul. And remember Philippians chapter 1, verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Before the close of the broadcast, I want to remind you of some reputable, and, and I, I hope this blessed you and will help you along your journey in the Lord. Let me remind you of some reputable news sources. The Epoch Times newspaper, Epoch, E-P-O-C-H Times newspaper in hard copy or e-form, and NTD News, that's N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, D as in David News for traditional or in objective reporting based on the truth. It's as different as night and day versus what we are 
watching and hearing in mainstream media. And it also adds hope and, and feeds our faith versus fear that is being presented. Well, thank you again for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B, and until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God, restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22:17 says, And the Spirit and the bride say, Come. And let those that hear say, Come. And let them that are athirst come. They that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, send all correspondence to Spirit of Life Ministries, P.O. Box 210081, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53221. Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.